Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. So Steve, did Ava Gardner and Howard Hughes have a good relationship? Well, they did until he dislocated her jaw. What? Well, don't worry. She hit him back with an ashtray. From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. Yeah! Film Vault! Welcome, everyone, to the Film Vault. Dots Anderson, fresh... Those Panamanian getaway looks, you tan, you got the hat, the Panamanian hat, I didn't expect that, but here we are. Gallivanting. Gallivanting across the land. I think he's only gallivanting when he's alone. I don't think he's gallivanting. <laughs> that is true. With the, with the wife, it doesn't yeah, count as exactly, gallivanting. Exactly. Oh, a big, fat smorgasbord helping of uh, movies to flick vests. We'll be, I'll be bringing you three big, sexy movies, Transformers, Rise of the Beasts, <sighs> Elemental, the Flash. This hey, is an extremely he? Brian week. Oh, you got oh, Pixar, you got <laughs> you got oh. a superheroes movie, and you got Transformers. Transformers is a superheroes movie, first of all. You see any movies this week? I did. I caught up with today. I had never seen it. I caught up with Phantom Thread. Oh, dear. <laughs> with all this goodness in the theater, yeah, you saw the Phantom Thread. And I, uh, I can't say I'm glad I saw it. I can't say I'm unhappy I saw it. I kind of saw it, and it was... I, will we be lining up on any movie this week? As far as like we both saw it? Yeah. Yeah, Elemental. Oh, you saw Elemental? Yeah. You yeah. didn't see The Flash? You didn't want to support that? Uh? No, no, no. I, I banned The Flash. Oh, okay. The Flash is out. Uh, I watched Phantom Threat. First time, exact same uh, response that you had, Avery. And yeah. uh, everyone said, you got to go back and see it again. So I went back and saw it in 3D that time. <laughs> <laughs> and it had no, no new effect on me. No, I didn't do uh, the 3D. I did that for Gravity, though. I went and saw Gravity. I'm yeah. like, what, what is this? And and I banned the 3D, and everyone's like, well, it's because you didn't see it, you dumb, you dumb fuck. You didn't see it the way it was meant to yeah. be seen. So I'm like, all right, fine, you got me. I'll go back and watch it in 3D. And it was just annoyingly 3D. Uh, Phantom Thread, 2D, obviously, both times. I didn't really pick up on anything new the second time around. It was, it was very weird, because I wasn't, I wasn't bored, yeah. and I wasn't excited I felt almost I was annoyed. close to nothing, but I wasn't even annoyed. It was very weird. I was annoyed because the team was back, right? The, the band got back together, and yes. there is this thing called uh, There Will Be Blood, which was magnificent. Mm. It was like God just opened the clouds and sent that directly to me, for me. Mm. And then they got back together, right? Daniel Day and uh, PTA got back. DDL and PTA back together. And it's, it, I, at, at the time, I equated it to like your favorite like punk band or metal band yeah. from like the 80s or 90s Reunited. getting back yeah. together. It was like when we got and back they, together. They go up on stage and they just start playing harmonicas. And you're like, what, what are you doing? No. <laughs> this is our country album. No harmonicas. This is the thing. The, the Ween country album, though, <laughs> fucking rules. All right, so... Uh, I'm going to sit back, let you two uh, fools talk, because uh, I'm still like on Panamanian time, and I believe you guys are going to be talking Transforming. Oh, I didn't monkeys. see any of this horse shit. I'm not down on the Transformers train. Fuck no. Oh. This is going to be upsetting. No, uh, because no I'm Flash, talk no about, Transformers. By the way, I, I have, there is an order to these movies, uh, worst to first for me. Might surprise you. Oh, you know what? We're it already derelict, you. derelict in our duties. Uh, we are on a new network. I think this is the first oh. week we're actually recording in real time because I was out of town last week, so we did that ahead of time. Uh, we are on Airwave Media. We need to uh, say that at the top of every show. Oh. Uh, we are this part of the Air- brought to you by Airwave, Airwave Media. Network. A- the Airwave Network. The Airwave uh, Media Network. We are now a uh, part of uh, Network. Uh, we were independent for a number of years since uh, leaving ACS. On our own accord, might I, might I add? It was on our, on our own, own accord. A lot of rumors were just spent, uh, spreading around up there. Really? Disseminated? Corolla. Like, uh, couldn't, couldn't, uh, he and I got in a fist fight in the, uh, in the hallway. Well, no. that did happen. Now they knew us leaving the network. But uh, yeah, we've been independent, I don't know, 15 years, something crazy yeah. like that. Long, long time. And uh, Airwave came along and they're like, you know what? We want you guys. So we're on Airwave Media. Uh, also, Brian, Avery, 
Uh, for those of you who are new to the, uh, the program, Brian's the uh, one, one half co-host. Uh, hey, the other how co-host, are you? Avery's, uh, the creator. Our, our producer, who's fantastic. and uh, That's debatable. Uh, I should have probably talked to both of you guys about this before, but we're doing a new format. There you go. Oh, wow. This would have been the time, yeah. And we're changing the name. Oh, my God. Tell me what you guys think. Right. WTF. Interesting. Oh. What, the, what the film? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what the film. Now, <laughs> here's the new format. We pick a script every week. Okay. You and I and Avery are assigned characters. We it's, it's a live show too. We're taking calls. Yeah. We read the script. We take the calls, and then once somebody figures out what script it is, show ends. Oh my god! I love That's it. That's the whole show. Wow. Love what it. the film? What do you think? I think uh, there will be a lot of short episodes. I was very drunk when I came up with this idea. <laughs> it's not bad, <laughs> especially if you a real art house. <laughs> I feel you like really niche. the female characters are going to suffer. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you get up there. You That's true. Forget a little rice. We'll get Tessa to sit in. That's right. Don't you talk about my daughter that way. <laughs> With some natural born killers and Tessa. <laughs> also, uh, yeah. one of the worst things about doing a show like this. Mm. There's that's, a lot of worse. That's things. weekly. That be interesting. But this seems to always happen whenever we we bank a show, which doesn't happen very often. Maybe a couple times a year we'll bank a show, and I'll say something egregiously wrong, you got <laughs> and two I find out about it like shit? like that night. Like you know, I go home and I'll I'll start watching episode three of Band of Brothers, and I'll be like, oh shit, that's not Sam Rockwell. And I'm like, I said it was Sam Rockwell like <laughs> two hours ago. <laughs> I said I think I might have seen I, Sam. Rockwell. I know, and I was like, I was adamant about yep. it. I'm like, it was absolutely Sam Rockwell. <laughs> and I'm like, I bet my firstborn child. I got two weeks before I can go back and apologize and get on my knees and beg for forgiveness. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. It's up. It's up. That's and I a apologize. Total recall reference. That is not, uh, that was not, not Sam Rockwell. So uh, there we go. All right. Let's, uh, let's get to show. Yeah. I love show. Time to we, do got, show. we got a lot of talk, a lot of movies to discuss. Films even. But we I want to hear the list. We need a little stinger for Airwave, too, so we can just kind of put it in, like, uh, laid in there uh, so that Brian doesn't have to remember because he's not good at memory. Airwave. No, nothing That like was my that. stinger. That would be terrible. That was my sweep. We're not doing anything remotely like that. <laughs> I'm going to take that and then just speed it up to regular right. speed. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> no, please don't. All right, here we go. <laughs> I was about to. Fan Fiction, compiled by Mitch Burns. Ted Peterson saw The Flash. Even though the CGI sucked hard in a lot of places, I thought it was still fun and enjoyable. Nine out of ten on the fun scale. Who's that? That's Ted Peterson, obviously. Ted, Ted makes a lot of good points. Oh, Brian, I think that, yeah, I won't be surprised at all your order anymore. Ted oh, makes a lot I of heard. Points. I, my, my roommates were saying douche chills abound in the, the final act of The, okay, of the Flash. It, like in a bad way? Yes. <laughs> Is there ever a good Me- Member Barry douche chills, <laughs> I heard. Uh, Chris Anderson, I saw Flash. There were some good bits, but there were also some not good bits. A fun attempt at a new multiverse story that seemed rushed with super clunky CGI, even though the movie uh, was on the shelf for like a year. Some fun Easter eggs, and by no means DC's worst movie, but not anywhere near its best. I mean, that's just nothing. Two and a half stars. Not its worst. Not its worst, not its best. Do we want to know the FVT <laughs> score, otherwise known as the Film Vault Tomatoes score? Um, 70. Mm, 65. 71. Oh, really? You guessed that high? Brian yeah. loves his movie. Well, he the Rotten Tomatoes is like 66. Brian loves the movie. Juan Magdaleno. Elemental. I really don't. Please don't speak over Juan's words. Sorry, Juan. (laughs) Move over, call me by your Luca. There's a new power bottom on the Pixar list. Oh. It wasn't good. Elemental. Lacked a real antagonist. Antagonist, sorry. Uh, Didn't buy the love story, full of low stakes, and trapped in a small section of this huge world with all kinds of shit going on that leaves you with questions. Juan. Also, uh, many of those points may come up later. Juan, are, are you say, suggesting that systemic racism is not an, an, an antagonist, an antagonist? Mm. Are you, is that what you're suggesting? <clears throat> Sounds like what you're suggesting. Yeah, perhaps. I, the ultimate evil. Also, needed more elements other than the obvious fire and water don't mix aspect. The characters could literally be swamped with anything else and it would still be the same story. I kept waiting for Lilu to show up. Finally, give me something to cheer about. Lilo. I should have uh, sent the family ahead into Elemental while I sneaked in to watch me some Spider-Man again. Smart uh, man. Juan. Juan I've is come a around smart on man. You, Juan. I've come around on you. Jeremy Chappell. Element, Elemental was great. Hmm. Maybe the best one since pre-pandemic Pixar. Mm, wait a minute. God, God was Dusty soul. for this Wait, dad. is Soul like during uh, pandemic when Soul? soul Soul's during out. pandemic. 
Mm, how dare Jeremy, you? Who sure? is this? Jeremy, you might be getting blacklisted. Jeremy! Souls you might be far, far, far <laughs> You might Jeremy. be blacklisted. Just saying the word, the, the title soul gives me chills. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, it, it, that affected me so deeply. I don't know if I can go back and watch it. <laughs> it, it just hit me where I lived. Oh my God. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I'm afraid to look at it again. I can't. My wife admonished me for crying so hard on the couch while watching Soul. It shook me, and I went, "What? What am I?" <laughs> I'm totally with you. What, what Soul, October of 2020. What do I mean to anyone? Uh, I think Jeremy just forgot about Soul or thought Soul was pre-pandemic. Quite possible. Could be true. What do we think the Elemental FVT score is? Fifty-two. Oh wait, fifty-seven. Fifty-eight. Can I say uh, sixty? Yeah, I was there. Fifty-five, right around there. You had it, 57. Ooh, uh, nice. I did 57. I felt like I was on the prices right. Trying right. To, you know that, that one game where it's like, you got to keep going up, 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 yeah. up. Johnny Pomato. I went to the Tribeca premiere of the documentary Ron Delsener Presents. Oh, no. About probably the most famous concert promoter in New York history. This is, this is Brian uh, Catnip. Brian is going to have oh. the love. <laughs> is going to love the parade of music legends telling anecdotes about oh. concerts and festivals. What's it called? What's especially it the play-by-play of how... Uh, the free Simon and Garfunkel reunion uh, in Central Park came to be. What's it called? The film was a bit of a puff piece with hardly a mention of any negative aspect oh, to the music industry, but it, it goes I down smooth. This is such so Brian. And is never not absorbing. <laughs> Brian's right now booking his ticket yeah. to uh, Tribeca. Tribeca. I can hear him swirling. by the end of the week. I can hear him swirling along yes. with this. Oh, my God. Tam Smith. Tam, what's up? Tam Smith, one of the, uh, the most recent uh, contributors to Loaded for Bear. I love you, Tam. And we're going to get your Patreon uh, issue figured out. Flaming Hot is a must-see. Oh, no. Damn. <laughs> Heartwarming. Careful what you say. Love the comedic voiceover approach to this inspired by a true story movie. This is another one of those biopics about a product that I, we're starting to see. Like right. We saw one with Blackberry. We saw one with the old Tetris. Uh, Tetris. Tetris and now uh, Flaming Hot Air. Cheetos, Air. apparently. And it started Air. with uh, Facebook. And it started kind of with Facebook, even though that was more of a study, a character study, I would, I would say. It was more of a character study. <laughs> Also saw Extraction 2. Always love Chris Hemsworth. Action-packed. Sure. Uh, I did like that Extraction 1. I don't know if I if I need to go back for Extraction 2. However, Apparently, I bet uh, it's good. A ton of long takes. Extracting. ton of long takes. Apparently a ton of long takes. Yeah, they can do shots. anything now. I'm not impressed with those anymore with the goddamn little cameras and whatnot and a bunch of uh, millennials sitting around, yeah. you know, like listening digital, to what the director tells you to do. Digital melding of shots. Digital melding, yes. Don't like it. <laughs> Kids these days. <laughs> Filmmakers these days. Leif on Reddit. Leif, what's there's, up, buddy? There's, there's more. Asteroid City. Mm. No. Come on now. Very Wes Anderson-y. Tell me more. That's not the, a compliment. The guys would hate it. <laughs> I liked it. It's largely what I was hoping for, and it's got some solid jokes and memorable images. I wish I could appreciate the Wes Anderson. I like the Grand Budapest uh, more, but... Uh, AC was not bad. Uh, not Anderson Cowan, uh, Asteroid City. Hey, fantastic, Mr. Fox. Fantastic. Uh, Darjeeling Limited. I really liked parts of that. I love that one line. Look at these assholes. I love that line. It's fantastic. <laughs> and, it, uh, and I like the uh, the moon. The moon, what's it called? Uh, moon Shadows over Moonrise Willie. Kingdom. Moonrise Rise Kingdom. Kingdom. Thank you. Uh, if his style bugs you, definitely skip this one. It is distilled Wes Anderson. Oh, no. My mom, my mom was saying, uh, "Oh, you have to see it. It's it's like uh, it's it's supposed to be immersive. It's like the Van Gogh exhibit." I went, uh, "No, mom, I don't I don't think it is." Are you a, are you part of the uh, the anti Wes Anderson? Because we're a small but mighty and right crew. Like and most, <laughs> <laughs> right? we're morally correct. Right? I, I mean, liked Bottle Rocket. I, oh, I and love Bottle uh, Rocket. absolutely love Bottle Rocket. Uh, fantastic, Mr. Fox. But I that's about the extent of my uh, Andersony. That the business. best thing that came out of Tenenbaums was Arrested Development. Like that, that show does not exist without Royal Tenenbaums. It was inspired by, and I love Arrested Development. I just, I, I mean, I was so excited for Rushmore, guys. I was such a Wes Anderson nerd from from Bottle Rocket because I was like, that was my peak like film nerdiness. And just I saw Bottle Rocket like two, three times in the theater. I'm like, this guy's the new thing. Have we discussed this on the? Oh my god, recovered memory, painful memory. Uh, during the first at least a year of my uh, tenure over at Loveline Screening Calls, I worked you with... Uh, Lovelines? No, Loveline Screening Calls. Loveline Screening Calls. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked with uh, Tar- uh, Tara, don't call me Tara, goddammit. Uh, lovely woman, I, I like her a lot, but uh, she... Beautiful had, She had one joke, one joke only, and the joke did not work. That's and a bad joke. From, it came from the movie Rushmore. What was the joke? Would you like to know the joke? I'm sure she had more jokes than that. Every time someone called from... Uh, oh, the, wait. 
You talking about a caller, like a screener joke, when you're, you had one joke as well, which we'll get to after? Oklahoma? Oklahoma. I got that young. Okay. Every He's single time. He's all now. He knows. I'm okay with that. Every single time someone called from Oklahoma, that which was, was often. That was a joke for one. Which was often. That was uh, a joke for one person. He would write Oklahoma, because you have to put in the field, like where they're calling from, he would write as a screener, uh, he would put Oklahoma exclamation mark. And then after months of doing this, at least weeks, probably months, uh, Dr. Drew's in the studio with us like during a break or something and Brian's like, uh, uh, bo- excuse me, boss, <laughs> I, I, I've been doing this for a while. Have you, have you noticed I, I put an exclamation mark at the end of Oklahoma for the, for the musical? And he's like, oh yeah, I've noticed. <laughs> so he got it. So you know what? <laughs> he was so Mission accomplished. So unamused. <laughs> that was a joke for one person. Didn't spend a, um, just a, a, so every a time quarter someone, second on it. <laughs> every time someone would call, I can't laugh too hard. I got liver biopsy. Oh, Brian, come I, on. Uh, I got poked right here. Oh, the worst. They don't do a liver biopsy. They did a needle right in the liver. How else are they going to get it? It hurts. It's like, it's like when they take ice samples of core. Yes, precisely. Yeah. They drill down. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, uh, Tara would uh, screen the calls alongside next to me, and uh, whenever someone would call from the great state of Oregon, you know, she 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 would ask, of course, like we asked everyone, where are you calling from? And they're like, oh, we're from, uh, I'm in Oregon. And her response would invariably be, oh, are you? Because the postal code for Oregon is yes, O-R. O-R. Yeah, great. Where, where, why? Why are we that's doing a this? painful memory, and that's that comes from the movie uh, fucking uh, Rushmore. Okay. When Schwartzman goes, you're, you're wearing scrubs or whatever. He's like, yeah, they're O-R scrubs. Oh, are they? It's funny because it's the whole movie. funny because it's a play on O-R. Right, we get it. Whereas this was a joke that no one got. Confused did, stoned teenagers did not uh, put the two and two together at 11 o'clock at night that their postal cord was OR. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you know it was much more enjoyable than Phantom Thread? What's that? Oh, you doing another confession? I've never seen it. Look at this guy. Hot Rod. Hot Rod. Fuck me ass. Fuck me ass with Hot Rod. Oh, one of my Danny McBride appetizers for gemstones. That is a real Hot Rod. Hot Rod is so great. I just got so great. watching those two together. Oh, yeah. Pools are great for holding water. Ian, <laughs> Ian McShane out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. I didn't uh, With br- the move. Brilliant. God, I love that movie. I love it so much. McShane, it was great. great. I have a little countdown calendar for my six-year-old uh, days before he's allowed to watch that. Can't wait to show him Hot Rod. Hot Rod, very watch, fun. I gotta watch Hot Rod. You've never seen Hot Rod? No, I've seen it once. Oh, okay. Bye, I was bye. about to make you leave. <laughs> okay, let's, uh, let's, talk, let's talk new movies. What do we do? How do we do this? Oh, no. What are we going to do here? I'd like to hear about no, the, no, the flash no, no. abortion. No, personally. you will not hear about that. That might come later. What Much do we, later. Oh, so you're going to do worst to first? Much later. Oh, God. Brian, settle down. Later. Let's get into the show. Come on. Hot Rod, where is it streaming? Brian, no, that, that's something you do off air later in It is in not. Life. It's streaming free on YouTube on mobile. You can watch it for free <laughs> really? on the can, but that's on, about it. On mobile? Yeah. On, on the can? It wasn't on Roku, you but if you're... you watch a movie on your phone while pooping? <laughs> That's the only way you can what do it. What in the world? <laughs> it knows. We are not that show, and that is not a movie you do that with, okay? Streaming on Paramount Plus. It is if you've seen it before. See, you're and you're wrong, Avery. You're wrong. Is it on Paramount Plus? It is. Fuck! No, it could be on YouTube, too. I don't know. It's we on watch a regular. the language? Can we get, can we get to a movie? Can we talk about a movie? What have you seen? I uh, saw some movies I can start. Yeah, go ahead. Start. Start them up. Uh... This was sold to me by a uh, frequent emailer of the show mm. uh, as uh, the second best Transformers movie ever. Mm-hmm. I saw Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Transformers Rise of the Beasts, referred to by Giovanni as mm-hmm. the second best Transformers movie ever. Mm-hmm. 2023 film directed by Stephen Capel Jr., starring Anthony Ramos, who you might know from uh, uh, Hamilton, Anthony Ramos, Ramos mm-hmm. Dominique Fishback, and the voices of... Pete Davidson, Liza Koshi, Ron Perlman, Peter Dinklage, Coleman Domingo, Michelle Yeoh, and a yes, of course, Peter Cullen. Mm. As Optimus Prime himself. 53% of Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Feels about right. In theaters now. Uh, There's a film you can watch in the theater now. Uh, This plot involves, do you remember, you watched the animated film with your boy, semi-recently, yes? What, the 1986 abortion? Yeah. So you remember Unicron? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think Unicron so. Unicron makes an appearance in this, uh, not an appearance, he's, 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 he's we, a major, we live he's a major that. part. It was when you were in the hospital on your deathbed, and, we, and, and Atticus and I live streamed that uh, for the watch-along that month, and uh, I could tell you, I was wildly distracted with how bad it was, and uh, 
how how much my my six year old was enjoying yeah, that's it. How I know I you're was, making, that's I, how I know you're making. This I was up. very very d- distressed at, at, at how I. Granted, he's only six, but my God, he was enjoying this movie too much, and it, it concerned me. What it concerned dis- me. What concerned and distressed you more? How sick and close to death I was. Oh, the Atticus or, liking or this Atticus movie. was enjoying Trish. What do you think, Brian? I I know what I. I'm think. gonna have to deal with Atticus. I'm afraid of what I feel for a long time. I'm afraid to verbalize it. I, I'm going to have to you know, have a relationship with Atticus for, for a very long time. That's true. That's right there, your purview. I you used, and I like, could end at any minute. I could have used a lot more. I, oh, no, I understand. Did you my, get what I'm saying? My daughter's in the room. No, I'm saying like the show is going to end any second. Oh, okay, is that what you meant? Yeah, the, we're in, our, our entire relationship is based on the show. Tessa, don't listen to Anderson. I, oh. That's just something I say a lot. Uh, <laughs> I could have used a lot more Unicron and a lot less Pete Davidson. Pete okay. Davidson is the de facto star of the movie. Mm-hmm. Is he? Which which role is he playing? He plays Mirage, uh, uh, a Porsche that has the ability to uh, make Mirage images of itself so as to confuse its pursuers. Oh, so it's like a, like a, a, a what do you call it, uh, a shapeshifter. It doesn't change, only it transforms, but it can project holograms, uh, essentially. Okay, so he's like Magneto. No, not Magneto, Mysterio. Yeah, he's kind of a one-trick pony. Gotcha. Um, but he's he is throughout the movie. It is effectively... So it does some good things. Uh, one, it, it gets to back to the like... The, the Bumblebee formula worked. That was a legitimately good movie. And it was effectively one kid and Bumblebee and then a bunch of other stuff. Not even that much stuff happening around it. This one has basically Mirage and uh, Adrian Ramos, or Ramos. And uh, it works. A little, you know, their, their, uh, their banter works. Um, also, smart strategy, not teams of Transformers. Instead, we get like, you know, a handful here and a handful there. And of course, the beasts, the, be- the, you know, the, the beasts being a, uh, a, an anthropomorphized uh, robotic sentient gorilla and a cheetah and a bird. Right. And there was something else in there. An Ibex, maybe. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, they, they're forced no to- copy? Was there a copy in there? I don't know what copy is. I know copy. Oh, what's an Okapi? It's just like a half zebra, half like... Uh, is there a platypus? It's a, it's a bizarre animal. Oh, platypus. Know, platypus would be another fun one. No, there's no platypus. No. They didn't get creative and fun. I saw a gorilla was in there. That's, that's yeah, pretty well, unfun. Gorilla, uh, yeah. like a gorilla, like a hawk type bird. Okay. Uh, the, the cheetah, the aforementioned cheetah. Uh-huh. And uh, there was something else. There was <laughs> something else. Turkey, okay. turkey vulture. Now the turkey vulture didn't. Make, they were scorpions. They were bad. They were they were amongst the uh, evil robots. Right. It's it's fine. This is not this is not like I'm not gonna. This is not like Bumblebee where I'm gonna say, hey, you can actually if you don't enjoy the Transformers movies, you can see this and enjoy it. This is a slight improvement on the uh, uh, circling of the drain the Transformers movie have been doing. Uh, this is certainly a step up and it's certainly better. That said, I don't know that I can recommend this to any general audience. I enjoyed it, but on like a three-star, you know, good way to waste two hours kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Could have used a lot more Unicron. Unicron was not that terrifying. Who was this Unicron? I, the, I... the Planet Eater. Okay. The, the Planet Size uh, Transform. Yes, yes, yes. I yes. used to play a game... Uh, I think that it was kind of based around that, and uh, and he would show up like it was a it was a cabinet game in uh, oh, really? arcade and like oh and he was like a big face and he would show up and be like ah ha 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 he'd be like laughing like really? he could eat. that sounds yeah. familiar I don't yeah. know about this and then like you'd you'd like shoot at him and he'd almost always kill you like he was almost unstoppable yeah. and like part of his face would disappear and like the whole point was to get all of his face gone it sounds a little like was you know, he gigantic he was very large yes yes a unicorn is the size of a planet uh, can I ask you a nerd question I'd like to hear it. So my recollection is that in Beast Wars, right. the gorilla's Optimus. The gorilla in is... In this, who, who is the gorilla? Is the other Optimus? Like, no, it's like Maximus Prime or something. Uh, or I'm getting the name wrong. Geosphere right now. But my love of Transformers uh, did not extend to Beast Wars. I kind of checked out at that point. So I don't know a lot about Beast Wars. But in this, he is a prime, I believe, uh, some sort of, I should look this up before I stick my foot farther in my mouth. Uh, but he is basically the leader of uh, the uh, the fallen and once glorious uh, 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 beasts, the, the, whatever the fuck they're called. Maximals. Are you serious? Maximals. That, that is a right. terrible name. That can't be right. Oh my God. That's <laughs> so offensive. You seen this, Anderson? Optimus Primal. Have I seen what? Are you seeing it? No. Avery. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> Optimus Primal. Optimus Primal. That's oh, really good. Oh, God. They were probably yeah. stuck in the writer's room for days before they came up with that. 
I tell you, I tell you about when I when I was on the picket line with uh, Carano and we were uh, no? picketing uh, no? with the WGA, you know, stand, uh, in solidarity, and uh, we were kind of shocked and appalled by some of the uh, the things that were scrawled on the uh, the signs oh, that we're sure. holding because the they lack, were pre-written. The lack, the lack of the lack of, yeah, and and one that really stands out was like, this is bananas and not the good kind of bananas, and we were just like, we couldn't believe that it was a writer's <laughs> strike, right? Is that a reference to something? I don't that know. Doesn't seem creative. It's it's really bad, but and I was I was confused, confounded. Like, and then it hit me like maybe just a week ago. I was just, I was thinking like by myself like why was that so bad? And Is I'm that like, a plant from maybe, the uh, studio? Maybe they're like really proving that they're on strike by writing poorly. Like they're like not let's not <laughs> write anything good. We're guys. not coming up with shit. Let's, let's, let's show not use one brain cell. Maybe it's genius. <laughs> this is bananas and, and not, not the, the good, good kind. Wow. <laughs> they're talking about plantains, right? Or the good kind? Yeah, that's what they're talking about. Yeah, I don't find bananas to be the bad kind of bananas. Well, you're bananas, bro. All right, let's, let's so Transformers, you know, whatever. It is what it is. It is what it is. Let's move you, on. Your to, boy may like it. No, I'm good. Let's move on to Elemental. Element. I have thoughts. All right, let's hear those thoughts. Uh, I saw Elemental. Brian saw Elemental. We both saw Elemental in the theater. I watched. I brought the wife and the boy. As did I. All right. I mean, your wife and your boy, which is weird. Yeah, it is weird. Elemental is a 2023 film directed by Peter Sohn, uh, director of The Good Dinosaur. Jesus. It may be time for Peter to hang up the, the, the megaphone. Hey, was, there was no bad direction in there. That's not the problem with the movie. Let's get, let's get, let's get back on track. I, I only mention this because uh, we talked about it on the... Uh, La Maga podcast, the Los Angeles Magazine podcast. Uh, Gina was like, yeah, it's, it's really... You, you talk appa- over there? Appa- I do. She's like, apparently it's uh, got a really bad opening or the worst opening in Pixar history. I'm like, well, not that I care because you can make a good movie without anyone you know or recognize or have ever heard of. I'm going to start naming some names. Stop me when you get to a name you recognize. The voices of Leah Lewis, Mamudu Athi, uh, Ronnie Del Carmen, Sheila Ami, Wendy McLennan uh, Covey. That sounds familiar. Yeah, she is vaguely familiar as a comedic actress. And Catherine O'Hara, who I imagine you've probably heard of. Brian. If you're trying to get, the reality is, if you're trying to get tickets sold and butts and seats, sadly, even for an animated film, you got to have some voices out there. You got to have someone, you got to have The Rock or Jamie Foxx or someone Ugh. go on Jimmy Kimmel and uh, talk about the fucking movie. Well, as far as marketing goes, you're right. You're absolutely right there. But as far as the actual end product, I mean, I, I, I was not missing Kevin Hart in this I, movie. I was I like, agree. this movie needs Kevin Hart. I'm only speaking well, I thought all of the voice actors selling tickets. did very good jobs. They did. And I think that they embodied their characters and I was never taken out by any kind of I poor performance. That's not what I'm discussing. Which is the direction as well. So, uh, you know, I have no problem with the direction of this movie. I have no problem with the the voice actors. Mm-hmm. And I, I, Disney's taking a stand, and they're really trying to, uh, their best to lead the way. I think they're doing a pretty good job too, with uh, you know, more jobs for everybody and diversity and all that. And I think that's what they're doing here. Uh, and and I think that the the end product is not affected by those choices. I, I think that the problem with this movie, first of all, Elemental is very confusing. I have no idea what they're trying to say about this, like with with uh, themes and. The, well, can I, can, did you go over the story of the brief synopsis? Let me, let what I what are they trying to say? So let me, let me uh, start it's so confusing. 76% of Rotten Tomatoes. This is an example of, there's not one major flaw. There are many, many little flaws, like death by a thousand cuts, right? So there's, I identified five, five main problems with the movie, and we'll discuss the five main problems. Number one, True. as pointed out by one of our, uh, our uh, listener, a fan flickers, uh, no villain. No villain in this movie, no antagonist. Uh, obviously not a problem with a better film, like say Finding Nemo, or Inside Out, or even Soul, the aforementioned Soul, <coughs> but when the main character is like in a race against time. Or, or fight against nature, or fight against themselves. We don't have any of this here. No, yeah, there's a race against time with the bridge and the dam. I mean, okay, that's pro- problem. No- problem number uh, three. I'll I'll I'll, I'll scoot around it. Um, there's uh, shockingly uh, absurdly low stakes. Apparently, there's a problem with the city's aqueduct system, and that's the main conflict of the movie. Is that Firetown may flood if the pipes aren't fixed? Once again, why don't you just Come with me over here. What is this movie about? I'm confused. What What are they trying to say? Okay. 
Well, they're trying, they're trying to say a lot of things. So the movie is about uh, this uh, mother... Uh, where did we start? It's Element City, and uh, all the elements live together. Fire, water, air, and earth. And they're all personified, uh, uh, um, anthropomorphized as living beings mm-hmm. who are either water-based, fire-based, earth-based, mm-hmm. or uh, wind-based, I guess. And... Uh, uh, we we meet the uh, we we meet hold on we meet the uh, I think it was gas the lumens right. early we meet the yeah. lumens early right. they're immigrants right, right. and they're the the they're fire people and they're immigrants and they're right off the boat and they want to they go to fire town which is a little it's the it's what you would have uh, called uh, the ghetto back in the uh, the twenties maybe this is a lot of parallels to like you know the Irish or the Asians or the Italians coming over to America Indians. during the century. Oh, is that what this movie's about? It's a woke liberal hit job. Is it about, is it about like, oh. This is just current you? Yes. Yeah, well, I'm glad I could be. I one. was so confused because I mean, it wasn't obvious at all. <laughs> well, there's a lot of recurring. It wasn't obvious even there's a little bit. There's a lot bit. of reminders. I thought it was I'm just surprised. random shit. I'm really surprised. You thought you it was about fire. Up. Look, this movie works as an eight minute Pixar short, which right. it should have been. It should not have been expanded into a 90 minute feature. That's the problem. And it's, you know, we expect a lot from Pixar. And this is still a very, very good right. animated movie. It's still better than most other animated that movies. And I find myself saying this a lot about, about Pixar movies. It, the problem, the biggest problem with this one, it was just so obvious. There was nothing subtle about it. It was to the point that they almost had like Indian named foods. They had Indian music going, which was great, by the way. I keep forgetting to look that up, and I want I want to have that on my on my playlist. There's like when she when she's like going trying to stop like what. It was just so obvious where like the whole world is set up for. The water, the whiter people and not for the fire people. (laughs) Water privilege. Yes, water privilege, right? Mm -hmm. I did appreciate how they made the the beta male uh, who was rich and um, and obviously, you know, the proxy for for the for the white sure privileged kids. He was constantly uh, crying. Yes, uh, but I think he was crying because he was so empathic too. Sure. He was just a good guy. He was he was a good guy, and they still somehow made him a bit of a hero by the time everything was said and sure. done. And they didn't have to make him as you know. I thought that was a bit of a. <laughs> They didn't. They could have easily just made him, you know, also, you know, uh, a little bit like lower middle class or something, or even middle class. But the fact that they made him like posh was yeah. kind of daring. Okay, so problem number two. We're gonna just go through all these. Oh, not all the problems. Oh, yeah. Problem number two. <laughs> there is a bizarre lack of cleverness, especially for a Pixar movie. Yes. The names of the characters are what you'd expect from like a kind of clever 13 year old, like the main water character you described, his name is Wade, yeah. Wade Ripple. Uh-huh. And uh, the uh, the main character, mom, his mom is Brooke Ripple. Brian, I was given an assignment when I was in film school and I was a real prick back then. You think mm-hmm. I'm a prick now? My God, when I was in film school, total prick. I, we were given an assignment, it was early on and I was trying to like, you know, let my my uh, my professor, my main professor, know that he, he shouldn't fuck with me too much. And just to back off. It was something we're supposed to write like a four page script that we can shoot, that we're capable of shooting. And so no big sets, no things that are, so I, I went home and I wrote a four page script about Phil Ament. And it was a, this guy whose head caught on fire and he couldn't put it out. And it was Good. all about like the, how that would have like, been considered Phil. For the Phil film. Ament. Is a, yeah. I was thinking that while I'm watching, I haven't thought about that little dumb little short that I wrote in yeah. years, but I'm, I'm like, Phil Ament would have been a, a more fun name. Well, definitely would have been. And it was all about how he would have like had to sleep in the bathtub and he had like these series of ropes and whatnot, which held him up so he wouldn't like burn his house down. It actually, it backfired. My, my professor quite liked it. And he's like, you can shoot that as an animated uh, short. That's good. Like, oh, yeah. I guess I could. So the main character is Ember. She's a fire person. Oh, okay. Her parents are Bernie and Cinder Lumen. Mm-hmm. It, 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 the, the, the entire brainstorming process for the film took 20 minutes, including lunch. Shocking. As, as, you think it took as long as whatever that name was from, uh, from <laughs> Optimus Transform- Primal? <laughs> Optimus, Optimus Primal. Primal. That's worse. I'd say that's worse. Problem number three, I mentioned the stakes are very low. Optimus Primal not, is not bad. It's terrible, but it's, 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 it's good bad. Is it good bad? It's good bad. I, I don't know. I'd have to Optimus see it Primal. in the context. Because it's almost like a middle finger to you for watching it. <laughs> you have not seen Element. You're right. It is. It's, it is kind of like, fuck you for being in the theater. Yeah, fuck you. He's Optimus, Optimus Primal. Primal. <laughs> fuck you. Brian's over here saying this is low stakes. and I, It's very low stakes. All right. An entire, <laughs> an entire immigrant part of town <laughs> can be wiped off the fucking map and killed. There was no Those dan- There was no danger well, he, that he, ever happened. A hundred percent there is no danger. danger well, he's, he's one water, of water kills people. fire. Right. Hey, all the way around. Water, oh, water kills yeah, water fire. Kills fire. 
Jesus Christ, Brian. Low stakes? Uh, yeah, sure. You know, Chinatown <laughs> might have been wiped no out. No <laughs> danger that ever happened. Uh, absolutely no was. Danger. Never once was I fearful the water would sweep Of course not. The it's a Pixar movie. The, the, the lumens. <laughs> are you nervous when you're watching <laughs> a Marvel movie that the universe is actually going to collapse in on itself? That's not are you even, ever nervous? Yes, that really occurred to me. The, the main conflict isn't even that. The main conflict is around Ember and Wade. Uh, Ember possibly taking over her dad's store. Yeah, it's Firetown, Jake. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's fire time. It's fire time. Can we can we do a spoiler on this? Because I want to talk about no. what I thought was going to happen, oh. and it didn't happen. And I can't do that without spoiling. Shit. Problem number four. And I was happy it didn't happen. I can tell you that much. Out of five, that I can tell you. There's a there's a Romeo and Juliet West Side Story like love angle, what should be like a forbidden love story, right between the fire and the water character, mm-hmm. except nobody seems bothered by it. The upper class mom who would be the perfect person to be bothered by her like, you know, water white son dating like a fire girl. So they weren't racist enough. She's instantly, she is <laughs> instantly accepting and <laughs> yeah, embracing of, uh, of Ember. She's a modern day water woman. Yeah. That's lovely. Brian just been, looked at me over his glasses. He tilted, he looked down his nose at me when I said that. It would, that that's lovely, Anderson. It would have been better for the film if there was some conflict. I worry he about wanted some Loaded, water power. That's what he wanted. Bear. I worry about Loaded for Bear because it sounds like you're not wrapping your mind around just essential conflict. Like the characters. Oh, tell me cannot, about conflict, Brian. On, I want to know about story. I want to talk to you about this now before you get too far down the road. Oh, believe me. <laughs> I'm well, well down the road. The characters yeah. cannot all just get along. Oh, they can't? No, oh, no. no. Just, uh, I oh. know. I know that's your instinct. Yes. Turn back. You know me, buddy. I Go don't back. like conflict at all. Go back. Brian, I live my life by conflict. What are you talking about? The character where you're like, oh, maybe she just accepts them for all their flaws. No, she doesn't. In fact, her their flaws are exaggerated to her. Look, we had the fire dad who was very conflicted by the relationship to the point that they, I don't I, I'm giving too much away, but there's a lot of conflict there. I think that, I think that it's modeling and, and mirroring what might happen today. And I think that that's much more likely to happen today mm. where a, 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 let's say an, an Indian father would be much more upset about his Indian daughter dating oh, a white okay. guy than I the white Mom would right. be. I, I don't. So my you're mom saying the Indians here, represented by fire people, are too dumb to no, uh, to to, uh, to be accepting of nothing conflict. about. That's dumb. what I heard. That's what I heard. How, too backwards. I, listen, I've I've been in this situation. I've dated Indian girls, and their dads hated me. See, dads. Wait, what? Well, there's a couple different oh. Indian girls that I dated. I thought you were and my mom and dad. dad could not give a shit. Not not care at all. So well, that's me. I know me, what you're saying. That leads me to problem number five. My final problem with the film. Yeah. I think you'll agree. Every chance the movie gets to actually ratchet up the drama or the conflict or whatever, it totally soft pedals it. The, the ultimate example is, so one of the subplots is the dad, um, Bernie, uh, he wants to <laughs> give Bernie. He wants to have Ember, fuck, his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> His daughter, take over the store. Take over the store uh, and keep it going in the family line. And a little cliche, the, but that happens Throughout the, the film, he's in poor health. Throughout the film, he's coughing up ash. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like, oh, well, this obviously leads to the part where he is too sick to, co- to carry forward. They have a big blowout. He ends up in the hospital. She has a change of heart or doesn't. She's the forced hospital. to make it. It's the hospital. Not bad. Not bad. Forced to make a choice. That doesn't happen. Nothing of the sort happens. You're giving everything away that doesn't happen. I, I'm, I'm, exactly. And now I'm spoiling things that don't happen. The anti-spoiler. That, that part where Godzilla never showed up, that was fucking weird, right? That was that, that was a real twist. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Like, this movie could have ratcheted things up, but instead it's like, nah, dad's just going to kind of hang out. Yeah. Didn't didn't appreciate it. So you needed, you needed uh, your, your six-year-old daughter to feel a little more uh well, I needed to fridge racist. the dad. I wanted to fridge, fridge the dad. Fridge the dad. Yeah. Hey, I... I shouldn't admit this, and I say things that I shouldn't admit all the time. Oh, but no. uh, did you get dusty? It did. No, it no, did. It did I don't not. love this movie. I do not love this movie, but it, it got and a little dusty. I, they manipulated me somehow. I was pissed too, and I think part of it is I was vulnerable because usually you know I see movies by myself. I'm gonna back off here because uh, I got one more movie to talk about that may cause me to get dusty. <laughs> I don't want to say what it is. Did you get dusty during the memory? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> During the Did you see it, Avery? Did you see it? That's a yes or no question. I know the answer. Let's no. take a quick break. Oh, but we'll I heard talk. all about it We're today. We're still doing this? We can do like a five-minute uh, elemental spoiler only, right? No. Yes. I got nothing. Uh, I, I can talk a little more freely about it. 
<laughs> yeah, it got, it got a little dusty, and I think it's because I knew my, you know, my wife was going to make fun of me a lot, and I, you know, you know that thing where you're not allowed to laugh at a funeral? It's like one of those things, right? Gallows humor. But I started, like, crying a little bit, right? And I had felt Atticus looking at me. Like he actually leaned forward and looked at my face. I'm like... I can't, I can't judge this. I can't judge this. <laughs> Your dad's a pab, son. I'm, I'm, uh, just, I'm just as guilty, if not more so. Of, fla- of The Flash. Well, we'll see. Right, this is a movie, like, and I've said this a lot, we'll, and we'll move on. But, you know, if, if Elemental came out 20 years ago, we would have loved it. Uh, we'd also be expecting a whole lot less from Pixar moving forward. True, true. That's part of the problem is Pixar is just... We expect so much from them. And usually they deliver. No, they set the bar high. Soul, I mean, leads me to believe that they still have something left in the tank. I'm Elemental. nervous for Inside Out too at this point. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know where. Well, Pixar because it's related to Inside Out, you should oh, be nervous. Inside Out is a uh, overrated film. All right. Should we read number one? Was probably two or three. <laughs> All right. More movies next. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Matt. Did you know that wombats poop cubes? Nope. Never heard that before. Did you know the unicorn is the national animal of Scotland, Ken? I didn't know, nor do I care. Neil, did you know that Liechtenstein is the only doubly landlocked country in Europe? Jeff, isn't that an American pop artist? Well, actually, it's both. If you want to learn things like that and more, join us each week on Triviality, a pub trivia-style game show podcast where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Listen in each week to answer general knowledge trivia alongside exciting guests from around the world. And we're here, too. Join us every Tuesday for new hour-long episodes of Triviality, plus tons of extra theme content on everything from The Office and Lord of the Rings to science and geography. And sometimes we even do sports. Find us on all your preferred podcast apps and take part in the fun of playing bar trivia without the need to wear pants. Real mature, Jeff. Forget it, Neil. It's triviality. Fucking elemental. I got another movie to talk about. All right. Well, let me just uh, squeeze this in because Please, then, and then we'll, I've been end with your, too much. we'll end with your movie. Uh, but I am going to continue down the path of uh, catching up with a TV program, Brian, which I know that you're probably not uh, real thrilled about. I've already checked out. But uh, Frank assigned us the first two episodes of Band of Brothers. I have since watched episode three and four. I'm going to continue uh, until all 10 episodes have been consumed oh. by me. So by the end of the summer, Just I will like, have seen uh, all Unicron. Oh, consumed. I see what you're saying. So, <laughs> Brian. So, uh, with episodes three and four, so Band of Brothers is the, it's the show that kind of changed TV. And talking to uh, Frank, who assigned it to us uh, a few weeks ago, uh, who's in in the in the in the business, he has such a soft spot for this Band of Brothers, uh, as do I. Now, uh, it's a great great show. Uh, Avery, you've seen it, yes? And, and you know what I'm talking. Some time about. ago, but it was very very good. Yes, I enjoyed it. So in 20, 2000 is when it first got released, and it happened like just it was. Just before, just after 9-11, which kind of marred it at the time. And then it became a huge, huge uh, success with the box sets, DVD box sets. And uh, it is kind of what, to hear Frank say it, he really believes, and I think an argument can be made, that like we don't have uh, Breaking Bad and we don't have like modern Natal. We argued about this back and forth when I talked to him on the phone. We debated it a little bit, but he might be onto something where we don't have uh, TV the way it is right now if it's not for Band of Brothers kind of leading the way with the mm. miniseries. So. I mean, Sopranos was on first, but yeah. I, you but know, yeah, we talked Sopranos for sure. And just kind of, he could have uh, drove it home. Especially because I think this is more cinematic than Sopranos was, and this was done in the same, effectively the same way that they did Saving Private Ryan. They left a lot of the stuff over there, and there's a lot of the same producers involved, and they left a whole lot of you know things there, and they just kind of continued that story and, and fleshed it, made it a larger story about more, more, uh, uh, 
soldiers and they actually have the, the real soldiers, as you know, Brian, from watching the first couple indeed, episodes. Indeed. They look like old, angry math teachers at this point. <laughs> they might have been. 20 years ago uh, when they're being interviewed, but they're actually, they were involved in the process of making this show and making sure that it was accurate and realistic and their actual stories. So they kind of talk a little bit about it before the, the show begins, before the episode begins. And then you see what they actually went through. Uh, not to a character. It's not like they're assigning characters to these right. talking heads in the beginning, but it, it's much the same way that they did with Saving Private Ryan with the actual characters. It's the same same formula because Spielberg's involved, Spielberg. Uh, so it opens with uh, them going to basic training, right? And that's the first episode. And they, they have uh, David Schwimmer, who's a real hard ass. And then they... The second episode is where they get dropped off. Right. D Day, and they're the paratroopers. It's all about this easy company. They got scattered all over France. And paratroopers were a brand new thing, uh, World War II. Like they had never really done any of this before, and it was like a, a new uh, method of, of getting soldiers. Didn't seem fun. No, <laughs> didn't seem fun. Low on the that fun scale. Episode two was like harrowing, and you're just like, you just can't imagine what that would have been like with all the gunfire coming in. And then they get dropped off, and then they make it behind enemy lines, and then the rest of the episode. And then episode three is Blythe's story more than anyone else's. And this is like, it starts off with like, I think five days after D-Day, and then it's like, by the end, it's like 27 days after D-Day, mm -hmm. and they're like still behind enemy lines. They go back to, to England for a little bit, right, for a little R&R, &R, and then they get shipped right back out. And EC Company's always the one that's in the, the front of the pack or the back of the pack. They're the ones that they rely on most because they had such hardcore training from David Schwimmer because he was a, a maniac. And then it was heartbreaking, and especially when I realized that that wasn't Sam Rockwell, very, very heartbreaking for me uh, as a story because I'm saddest watching part. it. And it very, probably the saddest part for me was realizing how wrong I was, and I had two weeks left before I could say that <laughs> to you Correct guys. Correct the record. But, I mean, Blythe is a, a character that I definitely responded to because I don't know how I would do in, in battle at all, and I think I might be a little bit like Blythe. Hopefully not, but I don't know. Blythe went blind. He was so so stressed. Oh and then he could see again, and it was kind of ambiguous whether or not he was putting that on just to stay out of battle, but then when he realized that his sergeant needed him, he's like, I can see. And, like, he went back in, and then he was kind of just trying. One soldier comes up to him and says, hey, your problem is you still have hope. Sooner you give up hope and realize you're already dead, then everything just kind of comes and goes. And like, that's the best. You don't have feelings that way. You, you don't have remorse. You just do what you have to do. You're already dead. And he was trying to get to that level until it. Until he didn't. Until he didn't. And you could see him taking the steps. Heart, heart fucking breaking. And then episode four, which I just watched, um, is about the replacements because, you know, they. These, I, I don't know how large the unit was. I don't, they don't really ever tell you that because, you know, just sticking with like, still in the lost thing where, you know, you, you see like, you know, passengers that are in the one section, but you never get to know all the other background. So you're, you're getting to know like, the, but I think there are like 500 speaking parts by the time the series is done. Like there's a lot of speaking parts in there. Man. So uh, a lot of them, they don't make it, right? Recognizable faces too. Like you're like, oh, here's a new guy. Doesn't make it, right? Uh, and they're having new recruits coming in. You know, they, they, it's almost like you know, like a, like a football team or a baseball. Yeah. You know, it, where you, like, you lose some guys or they retire, or they, you trade it. Yeah, yeah. You, get, you get new guys in there, so now they're filling them out with new guys, fresh faced guys, call and the guys the practice squad that were all new that got dropped off in the planes, uh, who were all like green thumbs at the time, green horns and green thumbs, green horns. <laughs> <laughs> Called them in the garden. <laughs> they're all they're all like grizzled vets at this point now. You know, two three months in, it's it's a very well done show. A little dated. It's a little bit dated. You can tell that it didn't come out like, you know, this month. Mm -hmm. Like if you were watching it this month, you'd be like, oh, what are they doing with the Fade of Blacks? And some of the some of the stuff feels a little dramatic as mm -hmm. far as like like TV, like the way TV used to be. Like it, it's definitely influenced by a TV from yesteryear. Like, right. like we had, well, we, in talking to Frank, like the X-Files is what we had in the 90s, right? Like what were the big shows in the 90s? Like In terms of good dramatic shows? That, yeah, they were like ongoing, like, there just wasn't much. And before that, it was like Miami Vice, crime story a little bit. Yeah, I'm guessing there was like some HBO stuff, you know, but not, not, uh, nothing, X Files shows to mind. This show was like head and shoulders above all other TV at the time. And, uh, you know, it's a tiny bit dated. I'm not saying it's perfect, but it, the stories, and I feel like just as somebody who's never served, uh, I don't know as much as I should know about World War II. And the least I could do is hear these guys, watch these guys' stories and, and get a better understanding mm -hmm. of just what they went through. And was 24 in the 90s? <clears throat> no, I thought that was early 2000s. Maybe late 90s. Maybe, maybe right around there. But yeah, apparently people like that 24 I, I did not watch. So yeah, Band of Brothers, episode three and four, I'll be watching five and six. And I know Tom Hardy's coming up too, which is another uh, incentive. Huh. But yeah, I feel like the least anyone could do is you know know what the greatest generation did for all the generations that followed 
And I think this is one of the best representations that I've seen as far as what they, they, what they actually did. Because right. they have the actual guys, like I said, as technical advisors, as story advisors, consultants, right there. Boots on the ground, helping the producers make it accurate yeah. as accurate as possible. I'll probably get around to watching more of this. Like, the, like Frank, our assigner, said, his goal was to have us not be able to not watch the rest. Yeah. And uh, the first two episodes were very good. Yeah. Well, you had Transformers to watch, which I which helps the oh, show. So buddy, I'm glad you did. Buddy. And you also had Flash you to cry, you, cry truth. So. You want to talk about uh, helping the show? Yeah. I saw the Flash. All right, let's do it. Let's help the Flash. That's helping Brian. Something. Yeah. This is a 2023 film directed by anyone? Anyone? Mm. Anyone? Andy Muschietti. Oh, of course. Andy Muschietti, director of It. Yeah. The Schettmeister? And It, chapter two. Written by, I only mention this because she did a fantastic job, Christina Hodson, uh, writer of Bumblebee and Birds of Prey. Yeah, I like that Birds of Prey. Took a lot of abuse for loving that Birds of Prey. Yeah, so here she turns in a third masterpiece uh, with The Flash. <laughs> Ezra Miller stars in this alongside Ezra Miller. Hold for plane. <laughs> Sasha Kale, uh, Ron Livingston, Maribel. Hey, Ron Livingston, Ver- Bad Brothers. That's right. Yeah. Maribel Verdu, uh, Kirstie Clemens, Michael Shannon, and Michael Keaton. And now, there's a. Okay, I should mention that it's 66% of Ron Tomatoes. It's in theaters now. Uh, so, a huge issue here. Controversy. No, just an issue with Flexion is how to deal with potential spoilers because there are spoilers. There are reveals. There are spoilers. There are cameos. And I am of the mind, if you're fine with it, if it's in the trailer. No, let's, let's do, let's talk about the movie, talk about just tiptoe around that stuff, and then uh, I'll let you just dump it all on me in a, uh, a spoilers-only mini five-minute thing that we'll do uh, just off right. offline, okay? Because I have thoughts just based on what I heard secondhand. And I have seemed. no care. I'm never watching this movie, so you can you spoil to, it. You no, because you don't assign anymore. You You're no longer an assigner of me, which is great. <clears throat> Speaking of which, I have a couple of movies that uh, listeners have assigned us, which I got to get to before this episode. Is oh, The Flash oh. one of them? No, Flash is not one of them. Okay. Because <laughs> I've already seen it. <laughs> yes, you have, Brian. Very good. <laughs> If it's in the trailers and if it's in the TV spots, I'll mention it. Uh, otherwise, yeah, it'll be considered a spoiler. Um, so this is another multiverse uh, movie, as mentioned oh. by one of our uh, uh, fan flick- fan flickers. Um, but uh, actually, actually manages to show and explore the idea of the multiverse in, albeit slightly, uh, new ways. I was actually like, okay, that's an interesting way to sort of portray this thing that we're now inundated with. Uh, but the idea being that if you've seen the trailer, you understand that uh, Barry Allen, AKA the flash uh, go uh, discovers that he can go back in time and decides, <coughs> Hey, if I simply, how does he do that? He runs fast. enough. Oh, he, Jesus if he runs fast, the enough, old Superman, he ends up in this, uh, he ends up in this sort of, it's visualized and depicted as sort of a amphitheater arena where mm. everything in his life that has happened or is happening surrounds that him. That sounds terrible. It's actually visually kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. The special effects are a bit clunky, like people said, but I, 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 I'm not much of a stickler for that. I don't care as much. Um, so he discovers he can go, go back in time. He decides, hey, I'm going to go back in time to the day that my mother died. Uh, was killed mm-hmm. and my father was uh, unjustly uh, arrested and convicted for the crime and I'm going to uh, simply uh, the, 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 the the central conflict of that moment revolves around forgetting something at a grocery store so I'm just going to go to that grocery store put the thing in her cart and then she won't forget it I won't have interfered with anyone I won't have talked to anyone I won't, I won't have messed with the time space continuum how, how could he possibly think that has he not seen he's any old, he's old time travel movie ever Bruce Wayne uh, played by Ben Affleck does uh, warn him of that oh it just got even better that's right he does oh my that. god I saw that abortion uh, you did you the what? new Baffleck it was on uh, fucking it? what's A what's it oh god yeah I was I was actually in Panama uh in old town Panama where beauty was right outside the door and I was just too tired and bitten up by the bug. So I had to take a break and we turned on the TV and that thing was on. And I'm like, how am I watching this right now? When Fuck. the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. Ben for Fuck. It's, it's the new league, the league of legends or whatever it's called. Right. Just- no, 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 no. The, the new one, uh, Robert Rodriguez movie with uh Baffleck. That's what I'm talking oh, about. He's not Batman though. No, 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 oh, no. I was talking about the new, League of what's Legends, it called? Legends, yeah, the new, yeah, yeah, Justice League, Justice, Justice League, the new League, Justice no, League. I, I don't even know what it's called. It was. Uh, uh, how do they make it? 
I may continue to do this. We're talking about the Flash. Okay, sorry. Go back. Can I just say this? You love it. I think I'm echoing. Uh, Hypnotic. Uh, terrible. Terrible. Hypnotic. T- terrible. No good. I think terrible. I'm echoing another uh, Finn Flicker. Very high in the fun scale. Mm. Very high. The fun scale meter mm-hmm. was pegged mm-hmm. for, for much of the movie. I would have felt pegged the entire movie if I had to, <laughs> if I had to watch it. That's what it would feel like to me. Every scene that Michael Keaton was in was a delight. Mm-hmm. Delight. I was. They, I was playing old Batman. He was right. It's a multiverse. I think. I think yeah, I saw plays, that in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, in the trailer, he's like, "You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts." Which yeah. is a line from the first Batman movie. He plays an old, haggard, beat-down version of Bruce Wayne. Not to be gross, but who owns DC? It's well, Warner Brothers, Warner, right? right? Yeah. The executive who was watching like the Spider-Man, it might have been like one of the old cartoons, and then came up with this idea how the Flash could be the ticket to their multiverse. Uh-huh. Do you think it's Wiener Gunnard? Oh, for like, sure. Do you think it was just like... He may, like, he may have had to manipulate it. I don't know how old this man is. <laughs> you know why? But you know the douche dude. Oh, yeah. And he's oh, like, yeah. I got, I got our ticket. I we found can, our way we in. We can do that. We can like, do that. I have our multi-show verse movie. The we Flash. Cut, we cut to him scrolling his phone for Val <laughs> Kilmer's phone number. <laughs> you know how in, in Superman was Clooney it just screening his call. That's right. Superman. Do not answer. <laughs> <laughs> He runs fast. He runs fast. It's, it's almost as bad as like About Time, where you just go in the closet, clench yeah. your fists. You like when to, they knew it was you bad. You have to allow the film's pre- okay. premise. Right. Uh, they even incorporated the Batman score, the 1989 Batman score, well, the Tim Burton, Danny Elfman uh, score, when, whenever uh, Keaton was there. It was very fun. I will tell you this. There were two, two Chicago songs in the first act. Never another one after that. I was I was oh, left waiting for a third Chicago. Not even a Boston song showed up. No, don't fucking. I get it. They're cities. <laughs> this was a Brian movie. Listen, <laughs> this really was. This movie a touched Brian me on a deep level. It touched. Yeah. And can I say this? Oh, you can say whatever you like, uh, sir. I know what I know what Avery. Describe what your friend is that about douche chills. Uh, I, I don't know if I can without massive spoilers, but in some, general, uh, he said the extreme deuce chills with, uh, there were little flashes to other universes. Yes, that, that's awesome. And, uh, he said the way it was done was painfully unoriginal and cringe worthy what they chose to show. Okay. That was not the part that may be dusty. However, oh, I will Christ. say, I will say your friend, uh, maybe it's a little too harsh because I found that sequence to be. Kind of inventive. I really? Mean, it wasn't reinventing the wheel, but it was like a couple of things there. I'm like, oh, that's fun. Oh, I'm glad they did that. Oh, how nice. Uh, but it did at the end. <laughs> my roommate's exact words were, but it, <laughs> but I guess the, the rabble, it, it, we're cheering, so it's working for somebody. Yeah, I enjoy cheering. But there is a denouement that is um, <sighs> heart wrenching. <laughs> I'm not proud. I'm not proud of the tears I shed. I, I, if I could take them back, I would. But you know what? What's done is done. Just James Gunn come on screen and say we, none of this matters. We spilled the same, the same tears in the same theaters. I don't know. I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this. You're doing some kind of like war. Thing. I know. I'm trying to like bring it back to wartime. This was my World War II. This was, was my uh, Easy Company. Oh, it was. That's right. Okay. What? Supporting supporting the front lines. Yeah, you're supporting. That's right. Supporting Warner Brothers. I got to be honest. Yeah, this is not a bad movie. No, I I, I, I picked that up from you. This, this did you feel guilty for watching Ezra? That's what I was very so interested wait, well, in. Like, how can know, you look at Ezra? I, I don't not, even know what the controversy. What? Is. How can you know the controversy you remember, going into this? Do you remember we need to talk about Kevin? Yeah, he actually did that shit <laughs> for the role. He, he shot up. All right, I give a shit away. No, no, he's like been grooming and uh, allegedly, and there's like some little girl that he started with when she was like 11 or 12 or something, and she might be like 17. He's doing the whole thing that uh, Percy did. Yeah, and I thought he was holding some, some women captive or some shit like that. It's weird shit. And, assault, shit. and just generally assaulting people. And now I'm just like, I'm in public. He was, I'm, I'm, he was very good. I'm that. throwing it out there. I'm throwing it out there, and I don't have all the facts, and I'm not in the room. I'm, never just, I'm doing that before. thing. However, Ezra's always just seemed like a creep to me. And that's not just because of his role as Kevin. And we need to talk about Kevin. That didn't help. But he's always just seemed like kind of like a douche creep, right? Doesn't he feel... Douche creep. Maybe. I'm not going to say no. I'm and then it turned out he was or as, he allegedly as is. the very affable uh, Barry Allen, he was, he was fine. This is Brian's Michael Jackson. Yeah, he's just not going to let him go. I'll, I'll even it, go so far as to say... 
You, know, you man, need a more Kevin Kevin Spacey before you. I'm gonna go so far as in the man showed acting range. Just he played two different versions of himself. Oh, one I heard that of, was bad. One, kind of, the trailer the CGI. Made like, I heard the CGI was, oh, the CGI. was schlop on that. Well, it's, I mean, there's just you know that that's that didn't jump out of me. Oh, I didn't jump out of you. No, because they've been showing two people on the same screen for decades. Uh, yeah, I heard it was at least two years. Done in this, uh, two years. The effects were not great, but again, this I'm not still a couple years. Couple years. Hey. uh I gotta say, I gotta, I gotta back Ryan up on, on this much. I was very upset with myself when I saw the trailer for this a few weeks ago that I wasn't furious. Like I wanted to be, I wanted to hate this movie with all my might. And I'm like, ah, it kind of doesn't look it, as yeah, bad. I was surprised as well. Yeah. But, Guys, then, but then I reminded you, myself that like pretty much 95% of every trailer I see tricks me into thinking I, I want to see I it. I honestly more. think I would have seen it were it not for Ezra Miller. I just, I didn't want to yeah. give a fucking cent to a project that he's in. You will wake up to an email from Giovanni. Oh, no, 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 Gio, please, please. Send away. Superfan Giovanni. Hey, put the subject line. Brian was right. And please, and I'll read and it. please send Brian a detailed email of everything Ezra Miller has been found that guilty of. That I don't of. need. That I don't he need. He certainly needs that. Very high in the fun scale. Very high. All right. Fun meter pegged. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess. Fun meter in the red. I guess we're uh, done uh, for next week. Uh, Brian, you want to, I think one movie, yeah? I got to ease back into this. You gotta ease back in. I gotta ease back in. All right, we're gonna be watching. Uh, Actually, yeah, because I want to see two movies for next. Two uh, new movies for next week. I want to see uh, fucking fucking. The, come on. The the date the Jennifer Lawrence uh, dating movie. Oh no! Why? What? Why do you want to see that, Brian? What's I thought it looks okay. And then the uh, the other. I want to see the blackening. So I want to see that. Is that coming out this week? Oh yeah, it is. No, uh. I think it came out last week. Last week, Aaron, hey, look at half of you. <laughs> Help me out here, buddy. I might have to see that just to see if Brian's out of pocket on that review. First of all, I'll keep that shit high and tight. <laughs> all right, uh, we will be watching Pleasure. Yes. Pleasure. Thanks to, I have it written down as Beandon Peterson. That can't be right. So it's Brendan Peterson. Or Could Peterson. be Could be Beandon. Thank you, Beandon, for Peterson. <laughs> Peterson, Peterson. Uh, he just wrote Pleasure, Enjoy. Oh. Uh, and I, I know from um, what I've read about this movie, and it came out um, last year, I think. It's a tough, it's tough watch. I, I understand the BN. I don't recognize the name BN and Peterson. Is this the first time signing? I believe so, yeah. Okay. I feel like BN would jump out at you. You'd think. Hmm. Hey, on the next episode, top five. Uh, Relentless. Relentless movies. I got it confused with the Patreon-only episode <laughs> this month, which do you even know what it is? Amy? No, I don't. Top five characters you would not like to leave your kids with. <laughs> that oh, is good. I got a solid list for both. I got some fun. That is yeah, good. Yeah. I have some fun ones for both as well. And there's some obvious ones on there, but not so obvious ones, too. You I, tried, going. I try to stay away from the obvious, at least in terms of you know not just picking child molesters. Although, how far back does your list go? Oh, pretty far. Mine is too. Now you're back into the 30s. Oh, indeed. Oh, oh no! Oh, you know how it came to me? I was uh, on a veranda uh, in Panama. Of course if you were. must know. I was in Panama, of course you were. And I was just looking at some of the miscreants walking the streets, fuck. most of which were uh, American miscreants. There were some, I didn't see many Americans until I got to Old Town, uh, Casco Viejo uh, in, in Old Town, Panama, which is where Noriega grew up, by the way. Oh, like, right. I was like, staying like two blocks from his high school. Fucking creepy shit. But I was just looking, I was looking down at some of these people. I'm like, Imagine if you had to leave your son with that guy for 20 minutes, how awful that would be. And I was just running through this nightmare scenario. Yeah. And I'm like, not a bad topic. What other characters from movies would I not want my child to have to be around? So that's where you it know came what? From. Here's the chair is going to be the fun payoff for that. At the end, I will choose one of your characters to babysit Tessa on a pinch. Hmm. You will choose one of my characters. What's the pinch though? Like, the pinch is like, well, our babysitter canceled something we can't. I got know, reservations this at this incredible yeah. restaurant. Or, you know, I got a, I don't know, <laughs> a fucking wedding to too. <laughs> a wedding. I yeah. must swirl. I must swirl. Swirling is in order. So <laughs> your mom's getting remarried. <laughs> so <coughs> your child's going to have to eat a sandwich with um, some sleeping medication in it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All Again, right. I tried to avoid the office. <laughs> Sometimes it's unavoidable, Brad Bray. All right. And my ego is going to come into it as well. <laughs> it's one of my picks. Why? Do I even admit this? I'm going to admit yes. it. I'm going to put it in there. Admit just how, how fragile my little ego is with my own son. So all of that on the uh, the Patreon-only episode this this month, this month which is uh, Top 5 Characters You Would Not Like to Leave Your Child With. Uh, this Later this week is Top 5 Unrelenting Movies, as in movies that just don't stop, even though... 
most of all of them take at least a breath or take a minute to get going. Well, you but, have to. But yeah. there, there are there are movies. It's funny because I saw some of the literature submissions on like Facebook, and I looked at a few, and I was like, "Yeah, movie definitely has some quiet moments." Yeah, but, my number I mean, my number one, I think, has some pretty quiet moments. But what are you gonna do? All right. Thanks, you guys, for downloading. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, oh, they're going to save uh, Pretty Baby? Yeah, I'll do Pretty Baby later. I don't I even have so much to say. I didn't take a ton of notes on it. It's just a very, very... Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it for save next week. It. That's, all, that's all I want to know. Hey, Brooke Shields' uh, two-part documentary, which I hate when they do this, with the two-part documentary thing. It works in this case. I don't think I would ever sit down willingly and say, like, let's watch two hours and 18 minutes of uh, Brooke Shields' sure. wax about her, you know, her horrific childhood and, and life, uh, which, you know, it's hard to watch and listen to a millionaire celebrity complain about their life, but that's not what this is at all. Uh, and it's very good, and it's uh, done in uh, two separate parts, which you can consume separately if you need to. But okay. it's Brooke Shields. You, you walk away from this uh, being a Brooke Shields admirer, for sure. Can do. All right. Uh, thanks, guys, like I said, for downloading, listening, following along, supporting the show. Pr- pretty Baby, Brooke Shields. A Brooke Shields story, I think it's called. And it's on Hulu. Thanks, Buzzy Who Shy was trying face. To, Hulu trying to charge me $20 a month out of the fucking blue. What, what is that? Buzzy. That's what these guys do. They're just out of the blue. They'll just like switch things up on you. Don't like it. No. Thanks, Buzzy Shy Face, for being our feature artist. Check them out, andersonandbrian.com. That's where you go to uh, tap the Amazon banner. By the way, people uh, tapped for uh, Father's Day, even though we are off for a couple of weeks. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. We were off for uh, one support. week and we weren't off. We filled those episodes with yeah, new no, material. Uh, no, uh, sorry. No, no Amazon. No acknowledgement till now. That makes sense. But we'll get to those in the next episode. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. We're all over the place, either at Anderson and Ryan or the Film Vault or the Film Vault Podcast if you're on YouTube.com. Thank you, Giovanni, for sending Anderson an email about how I was right with the Flash. And uh, Brian, the Ezra Miller problematic uh, tales. Right. I'll need that. Yes. He, you know he's going to have a oh, lot yeah. of dirt because Giovanni, superfan Giovanni knows. He could do a true crime podcast. Everyone's dark. And like, like innocent people that I had no idea. They you were know not stuff innocent I did. What? Uh, he's just, yeah, all right. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Mitch Burns. Thanks, Mike Cole. Thanks, Eric Kath. Appreciate all you guys. Addie's Antiques, shipping stuff all over the globe. Loaded, hey, loadedforbeardoc.com. Uh, thanks to everyone who continues to come on and support the program. Some very exciting things happening this week. Uh, just today, some very exciting things went out into emails. We'll see. We'll see. Exciting. We'll see. Exciting. All right, check that out. Until next time. We do it for Van Gogh. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.